I'm Steve Backshaw, and you're listening to the Aussie Wildlife Show. Hey guys, welcome to the Aussie Wildlife Show. Adrian here, and I'm here, of course, with Steve. G'day, guys. We're very lucky today to have with us Bev Langley from Minton Farm. Hello, Bev. Good morning. Now, Minton Farm is an is a wildlife rehabilitation centre in mm-hmm. Cherry Gardens. That's right, yeah. It's a not-for-profit charity and we work for the community as a free service for the past uh, 26 years. Fantastic. And I only ever hear great things and I've, I've known Bev for a lot of years and it's the first time I've actually been here and what a fantastic setup. Yeah, well, it's six acres of fun, really. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going on. Um, so volunteers are arriving and students are arriving as we speak. And yes, yeah, animals arriving as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> Always animals arriving. It's 24-7, seven days a week. Must be. We've and had uh, about 11,500 through in the last 26 years. So wow. hopefully we've done a bit of good in the environment over those years. We absolutely know you have. <laughs> good on you. <laughs> now... I'm just going to jump forward a bit. Eagles. Eagles, they're a bit slow on the road. Our Beautiful passion. when they're flying. Yes. And, I mean, Australia has, I mean, the wedge-tailed eagle is the local eagle here. Yeah. And you see eagles out on the coast. But you'd, you'd see a few wedge-tailed eagles brought in from time to time? Yeah, we get them from around the country, really. Come from a long way away. You know, truckies will hit them as they're on eating their carrion on the road and bring them down. Uh, young ones are brought down if the parents are shot in the nest. We've got one here now. The mum was shot at, uh, where was that? Woomera Station. And uh, she's been here for years. She was just a little white ball of fluff when she came, and she's magnificent. And then we've got another one there with company for her from um, Roxby Downs that was hit by one of those big trucks, mining trucks. It yeah. is sad, and you do see them on the sides of the road, I think, because they're yeah. eating the carrion, and yeah. they're a bit slow to take off and... And they're a lot bigger in the outback than down here too, aren't they? They're quite an impressive animal. Yeah, okay. Mm. Why, why would someone shoot the parents? Is... Oh, it's an, an old world thing. The farmers uh, don't like them taking their lambs. Okay. That's their belief. Mm. Whereas, in fact, they're just cleaning up the dead ones and doing a good service to the farmers. Um, Education. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you've got this design here on the desk, and we thought when mm. you told us that's the the Eagle Rehabilitation Flight Avery. I'm mm-hmm. calling it the right thing, I hope. Yes. <laughs> um, we, we thought it was a bit small, but that's a model. It's yeah, just a model of it. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Over the years, we've built a lot of uh, flight cages with shade cloths inside and wire on the outside. So if the bird hits the wire, they don't break the feathers on their wings and their tail. Then there's another six weeks rehab to get them in good condition to go. So we've built several little ones over there and a great big 30 foot one 12 foot high and 12 foot wide built by women and children i might add (laughs) Um, and it's been magic it's full of birds now Um, but this this new thing is a new state-of-the-art one which is a circular design like a donut with a central pavilion so the birds don't just go up turn around come back turn around go up turn around um, it's a constant flight. They, there's no end in sight. So they keep going round and round and round and round. They get stronger and stronger and fitter. And it's six metres high, so they, they can climb up and they can fly down. And once they can do all that, they can go home. That's great. And quicker than in a smaller aviary. It takes longer to get that amount of fitness in a smaller uh, enclosure. Now, that's not a cheap 
construction? Yeah, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to pay for it? We went up to New South Wales and had a look at the one that's up there as, a, as an example, and uh, that one was $90,000. But our little guy's going to hit a bit smaller than that 100-metre one, so it's um, $48,000 just for the actual construction of the enclosure. Plus we've had um, all the uh, earth moving done and retaining walls built, so we've already put about ten grand into the preparation. <laughs> just, just the prep, ten grand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <coughs> well, we figure if we don't do it properly, it's not going to last. But if we do it properly, it'll last, outlast us. But um, we've we've been fundraising with various grants, yeah. and uh, the, we got the fund my neighbourhood grant, where everyone had to vote for the projects they wanted to support, and uh, we got twenty five thousand dollars from that one. And then um, we've had various donations and various grants that I've applied to the council for the shade cloth for $4,000 um, and just little things trickling in. That's great. Yeah, That's so great. we'll keep working on it. We'll get there. We'll, um, at the end of this, we'll put out your details too. So for listeners that want to donate money to what you do. Awesome. Thank um, you. Yeah, hopefully you get some donations in. It's a fantastic cause. Mm. Yeah, and then, of course, we have a big garage sale coming up on the 13th of October. And uh, that'll be great fun. We'll just open up the containers and huge sheds and carports. And there's a a complete shed designed just for the children's gear this year. So the kids can go off and play in their shed and get what they want. (laughs) So that's here at Minton Farm in Cherry Gardens yes. on the 13th of October. Yep. And, and Nine till four. And people can donate things to, to, to sell to raise money? Yes, we're not taking furniture because in the past we've done that and we've not sold a stick of it. Been stuck with furniture. Mm. Yeah, people like to go to Ikea and get it brand new. They don't want secondhand so much nowadays. <laughs> so we won't be selling furniture, but anything else known to man will be selling <laughs> That's fantastic. In good order, hopefully. The donated goods um, need to be something that you would buy, you know, not just broken, dirty things. It uh, just costs us more money to then get rid of it. That makes yeah. sense. Even if, if somebody grows plants, <coughs> we could donate some plants. Sure. Things, things like and that. cooking, one of the volunteers has offered to hold a stall. So if people want to cook things, we'll have a little cake stall. Oh, that sounds good. That sounds yeah. exciting. Yeah. Um, so you've been running... 26 years? Yes. What? Um, 11,000 animals. Birds, mammals, reptiles? Yes. Yeah, we have all of those. Except We have had everything except venomous snakes. And the only reason I've had a venomous snake is it's dead and it's fed to eagles and kookaburras because it's actually beautiful flesh. It's like fish inside. It's really mm. lovely. So I understand why the birds of prey like to eat them. Just a big <laughs> actually, yeah. fill it. They're actually a very healthy meat, I believe. Yeah, well, it would be. There's no yeah. fat. <coughs> yeah, it's quite good. Well, I've said to Steve in a zombie apocalypse, he'd be right because he's got a lot of snakes. I've got a lot of snakes, yeah. yeah. To be fair, captive ones tend to be a bit fatter than those yeah. wild types. Yeah, they're wild yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're sleek. But, uh, yeah, they're very sleek, yeah. Beautiful. That's awesome. Mm. What, what, what types of animals do you mostly get in? Yeah, possums. Possums. Yeah, I got nine tiny baby ringtails on the weekend, um, and that was um, cat attack. Uh, they'd come in in dogs' mouths or on dogs' backs, or their trees had been knocked down, so they're looking for habitat, and that's how the animals get them, uh, the domestic animals, because their habitat's gone. Yeah, that's we the um, we actually cut down a 
massive olive tree in our garden mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and we checked. I was up there checking and shaking and make sure there was nothing up there. Yeah. As soon as we started the chainsaw up, or the, the guy yeah. I had started mm-hmm. the chainsaw up, you just yeah. saw three or four ring towers just yeah. run off out of a bush that was next to it. Yeah. It was just like, oh, yeah. wow. I got a koala on the weekend whose beautiful big tree was cut down mm. and that night she was hit by a car. Oh, that's sad. Uh, over near the Repat Hospital, they're doing some development there. So, you know, mm. it impacts on them and that uh, makes them vulnerable then. Mm. Mm. And so you're not there when these animals are found. It's a member of the public. and yeah. what's, what's the best thing that they can do? I, mean, I guess every situation's yep. a bit different, but is there yeah. some general rules of thumb people can... Yeah, keep yourself time. safe, mainly. Mm-hmm. A young girl rang me this morning and a kangaroo had been hit and uh, was alive and the police were there and she just rang to see if I would take the joey if there was one there. Um, so it's good to get advice when you're on the road with something and find out what to do. But the main thing is warm, dark and quiet. So if you can put them in a jumper and keep them warm on your lap, and quiet and dark and get them straight away to some care if possible. Otherwise, put a hot water bottle underneath them and just keep them, uh, get the body temperature up and don't feed them. Don't, don't feed them? No, that, that was the first thing I, I learnt many years ago in the Bird Care Society and the Native Animal Network. Your instinct is, oh, I must feed it, it must be hungry. And if you feed a cold animal, best way to kill it, out because the blood goes to the stomach to digest the food instead of the heart, lungs and brain when it's under stress and in shock. So, yeah, and don't give it water because if they're cold, they can't swallow properly and the water will go straight onto the lungs and um, pneumonia and death. So warmth is all they need. Um, If an animal feels cold, you never feed it. The only time you start to feed or... Do anything for an animal is when they feel warm to the touch. Yeah. It would be a natural instinct just to need to get food into this, need to get food into this, but yeah. That's right. Yeah. So this is a seven-day-a-week dog for you. Do you get holidays? Mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we might be lucky enough to do an overnighter in the caravan. We take our little dogs with us and tick off somewhere not too far away. Yep. And actually that is enough because we, we're hopeless. We're, we're homesick by the time we're at the end of the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> you miss it well, you've got a lot yeah. of responsibility here, I guess. Well, that's, that's the thing. thing. And they're not just things that you don't care about mm-hmm. or you wouldn't be doing the work. So mm. I have a little Joey at the moment and he's from Clare and his mum was killed by a car. And uh, he's an absolute delight of our life. He's a beautiful little kangaroo. <laughs> and so we're not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> they are beautiful, well, amazing little, little animals. Kangaroos yeah, aren't they? Yeah. Really How great is that as well? 20 plus years, 26 years, and you're still that much in love with the animals. You're getting. Yeah, it's I think if, you, if you're if you not, you shouldn't be doing Absolutely, it. Absolutely, yeah. It's mm. the time to stop. Yeah. If it's just a, a job and it's got to be done and you're not really passionate about it, don't do it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Mm. So many of these animals that you rescue are rehabilitated and put back in the wild. Yes, that's the aim. And, and mm. a lot of these animals are monogamous. Yes. So they get to go back to their, their situ- family. Their family. Yeah. It's a, tr- it's it's a, a real a, thing, isn't it's it? It's a very important part of it. This uh, book is where we write everything down of who rescued it, where they found it, why it came in, their phone number and their address so you've got all those details and it doesn't matter how long you've got the animal they've got i've got a number for each rescue 
Yep. So and the number goes with them. So whatever enclosure they're in and however long it takes, I still know where they've come from, so that you can take them home. That's very important. It if, is. If if a, if a person that's listening wants to dedicate some of their time to to rescue, what would you mm. recommend to them? <laughs> don't don't do it. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. No, that's only Seek a joke. That's help. been silly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if they feel, you know, somewhat like <clears throat> yourself and they're passionate and they want to... Yes, I think there's lots of ways of helping. Um, you don't necessarily have to have them in your own home and you don't necessarily have to have them forever. Um, the volunteers we have here, they come here because they can't have them in their home. So you can help other organisations. Uh, Fauna Rescue is one of them. Native Animal Network's another one. And um, you may be able to help those groups to hand raise animals until they're ready to crash, ready for a release, depending on the species and what they are. But there are avenues. But otherwise, um, it's a very emotional thing to do. And I think there's so many rescuers that get burnt out within the first spring. Spring is hell. <laughs> 24-7, it just doesn't stop coming in. Um, and if you can get through spring, you'll probably be okay <laughs> forever. <laughs> yeah, okay. Your first spring. But um, the, the thing is, you, you don't do it for yourself, and that's what you have to remember the whole time. Things die, part of your heart's broken, but you have to pick yourself up because the next one that comes down the driveway needs you just as much as that last one did. So you can't go, no, I'm not doing it anymore. Can't do it. You know, it's a, you, you can't be selfish about it. You're not doing it for you. You're doing it for them. Mm, that's your motivation. Yep. And that's how I've got through all these years after uh, losing some gorgeous creatures. Mm. Yeah. That would be the hardest part of it. Yes. That's so, the bit that I don't think I could probably cope with. No, like you have to be a bit stoic. Would, I mean, yeah. you give that animal the best you can do every day because mm. you might have it for a day, you might have it for 10 years, but you do the best for it as long as mm. you can. You can't do any more. No. Yeah. Mm. Now, you mentioned earlier that a lot of these animals come in because of cats and mm. dogs mm. and loss of habitat and trees being chopped down. Mm. Do you, would you put out a message to the community, probably pretty obviously, yep. keep your cats in? 100%. I... It can almost break you, the number of animals that you see suffering with puncture holes and a little bit of fur pulled out and the people bring them up every time. They say, oh, my cat didn't hurt her. She just brought it into me to give me a present and it hasn't hurt her. You know, there may not be a, a sign of a mark on it, but there's, there will be puncture holes in it through the teeth and the claws and through those tiny punctures that you can't see bacteria enter the body and those little animals die a horrible death if you don't get antibiotics within five hours they will get toxo and they will die um, without help so just releasing whatever's been attacked and thinking oh i can live happily ever after no it dies within three days a very painful death of paralysis and um, it's like a meningitis thing in the brain and it's just very very cruel you know, and if those cat owners could see the suffering, it might make a hell of a difference to them to see what the cat's done. You know, it, it hasn't just let it go to live happily ever after. Your cat has done this. 
Mm. You know, you oh, can't escape the fact. I was just thinking that if they could see, and I'm thinking yeah. that the students that you have come here, it's the next generation that Absolutely. do see, yeah. that's very powerful. It is. Well, actually, I went to a primary school and a kindergarten yesterday with um, some of the little possums, and I took a, a dray, which is like um, two hanging pot plants with the coconut fibre in it, a simple thing like that, if if everyone put those in their gardens, you're not going to be attracting millions and millions of possums. It's just the possums that live in the territory will stay there, be safe and protect it from other possums from coming in. It's not like you're creating a huge <laughs> generation of more and more possums in your yard. It's the same ones, but they're just safer. And um, it's just the most simple way to help them. Cats can't get to them in a big shrubby bush especially if it's three metres up and, and not um, on a fork of a tree. Cats can get into nest boxes and things if it's in the fork, but if, it's, if the nest boxes are on a straight trunk, they can't. I'm glad you said that because we put up six boxes yesterday at my place and Good. they were all on the straight. I Good didn't, didn't realise that, Brilliant. but I'm glad that's what I did. And <laughs> east, on the eastern side? Uh, away from the weather. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yep, good, because yep. it's, if it's on the eastern side, they're more likely to use it, otherwise it gets too hot from the northerly and the westerly sun. Ah, well, I'm about to put some up. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, that's handy. Yeah. Well, we have one that sleeps above, sort of above our front door. There's a ledge yes. just above the windows and one nice. that sleeps up there probably two or three nights a week. Yes. Like every morning we have to sneak out the door yes. to go to work or anything. <laughs> Lovely. And just have a quick look up. Yeah. Not there this morning, door gets slammed. Yeah. Look up, oh, he's there this morning and it's Gently all, all quiet, gentle. Yeah. And, but it doesn't seem phased at all. No, um, good. So, yeah, yeah they do cool. get used to humans, <clears throat> don't they? Yeah, they they yeah. live with them this little koalas clearly used to uh, humans mm. it's not phased at all yeah it lives in suburbia it's a suburban koala yeah but it does worry <laughs> me like it's, it's brilliant having it up on that ledge but it is sort of open to yeah. uh, to being able to probably be attacked yep. if a cat wanted to get up there Too right. possibly could so i yeah. want to put boxes up so yeah. hopefully they use the boxes and not yeah well not we do ledge. sell possum boxes they're nice and deep with the hole at the top yeah. so they drop down into it so cool. if ever anyone's looking for possum boxes we do sell you guys them. sell them here yeah um, and they'll be available yeah. on the 13th of october yeah they will <laughs> yep they're 40 dollars and cool. uh yeah good uh materials they won't mm. uh, fall apart Oh, that sounds good. Hmm. And people can contact you via your Facebook page? Yes, Minton Farm Animal Rescue Centre. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, no, but it is, it is, I know we've said it, it's a great thing you do, great cause, and you only yeah. ever hear great things about Bev. Absolutely. <laughs> that's I've never, nice. I've never heard anything horrible anyway. So, well, yeah. No, we're going to ask the volunteers. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, you get the full story. Yeah, one by one. <laughs> well, let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of coffee drunk. And a lot of jokes, a lot of banter. That's good. And I think that's why some of them have stayed 10 years. Yep. You'd have to yeah. have a lot of banter. Yeah. You'd oh, it's lovely. Yeah, no, especially old retired men, they're full of it, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Looked at me then. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good fun. It's nice to have a bit of fun and enjoy it. Yeah. Why else would they come, you know, it's mm. a bit of camaraderie as well as doing a lot of good at the same time. Well, that's it, isn't it? You've got to have a hobby. Why not do something yeah. worthwhile? People get them mm. out of the house. They may have lost their partners. They may have retired. Mm. redundant all sorts of reasons and yep. it's they get a little group of friends and they often do stuff off site together go out and do things and uh, it's good it's lovely That's and the women brilliant. of course I, I, and, I love it i think it's great yeah it is nice it's very positive and that's the whole idea I've, i won't 
put up with uh, any victimisation or negativity. It doesn't live here. No, don't need it. There's <laughs> no, no room for that here. It's no. about, about the animals. Counterproductive. And, um, and we haven't had much. It's only probably one in, in all these years that we've had trouble and that's it. So that's not too bad. So it's a very good it's run. Yeah. <laughs> and lots of uni students. Uh, we used to have lots of uh, student, school students, but we have a, a limitation on the numbers of people we can have here due to a, a council and court thing years ago um, with a bad neighbour and we won it all but we do have conditions of operation and we can only have 10 here Tuesday or Thursday from 10 till 2 and they're the time so we've had to stop having the, the school students and I've put it up to 18 and over and then the uni kids because a lot of them have to have a hands-on contingent to their courses now yes and there's limited opportunity in the state to do that, so I like to have the uni kids here and try and have space for them. Is, is that a negative then that the council have put you on that? No, nope, it's great. Love it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, the court battle uh, was wonderful. Actually, it put yep. us on firm foundations for the future, and yep. and we've got all these um, conditions of operation which is set it in concrete. So if we get people rocking off the road, oh, we got visitors from England or France, we want to walk around. Sorry, mm. not able to have people walking around the property. And that's been marvellous because it's a protection for the animals. Yeah, These animals yeah. are here to live happily ever after. Mm. It's about, usually about 300 animals. Not to be used as a public entertainment. You've normally got around 300 here at yeah. any one time. Wow. Yeah, and they have a happy time. And we've actually got the the uh, kangaroos from the Adelaide Zoo, uh, Kids Zoo, they've all retired up here and they don't have any people disturbing them and they've got yeah. a happy life lying in the sun with all the others down the paddock. That's great. Yeah, it's lovely. Mm. Yeah, old, old animals don't want to be patted by the public. No, no, absolutely. <laughs> no, no they, they deserve a quality of life. Yeah. <laughs> They've done their bit. Yeah, that's right. Their <laughs> educational roles done. Yeah. yeah, that's great. What a great thing. What a, what a fantastic mm. thing. Can't say enough good things about it, guys. Um, Bev, thanks for coming on. Is, is there anything else you can think of? I'm, I, I know we, we haven't talked for a great deal, but there's a lot of people out there waiting to see yeah. you. There's a, there's a lot of volunteers. Busy person. More um, rescues by the look of that. My oh husband God, just really? came out of the hospital. Oh, my God. Um, but that's okay. Um, perhaps if people would like to learn more about what we do, there is a website, which is www.mintonfarm.org.au. And we will have a link for that on our website. We absolutely will. Is Thank it not just .org or .org.au? Oh, good question. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he gets that a lot. <laughs> Pretty sure. I'll just check it out. Yeah, it's just, just .org, it isn't it? Oh, it's the, it's it's the email that's au on the end. Sorry. Yes. No, yeah, that's so right. So it's cool. just mintonfarm.org. I want people to go to the right place. Good lad. You picked <laughs> up that. <laughs> Thanks. That's great. That's and awesome. anyone who's got like loads of money can donate as much as they can oh, through that or anyone grateful. just with the odd price of a cup of coffee would go down oh, a treat look, as yes well. if everyone Anything. just put in five dollars or something you know yeah. we'd, we'd be made we'd have this enclosure up in no time yeah, and that's paid for and, and move on to the next project that's all everything we do we have done through donated goods all these years and it's good because then you can improve what you've done mm-hmm if yep. you get some more money, you can just do it better. Yeah. And so that 
is a benefit to the and animals. This, all this the new way. enclosure just looks amazing. It mm. does. I'm, I'll um, I'll die a happy woman when that's here. Well, that's some good news because not you guys. <laughs> Adrian, Adrian, where are you going with this? I know. No. On the back of Steve's comment about the enclosure, just having that built because, I mean, I don't mean to be a negative, but sadly we did have a that guy killed a heap of wedge-tailed eagles recently. It was yeah. all, over, all over social media and mm-hmm. I think he got like 12 days in prison. And that's terrible. Shocking. Is that it's all ridiculous. he got? Two and a half thousand dollar fine. Mm. No way. It's ridiculous. No, it's um, very sad. So we need some good news on the eagle State front, don't we? our society. It is terrible. It's mm. disgusting. Um, we could mm. we could whinge about the big picture of it uh, mm. a lot, and we do on this show, and mm. we cover all sorts of stuff along those lines. And yes. yeah, so feel free to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I like to have a little. Little ripple effect of a little bit of good that spreads as a you know far and wide. It does, and you don't even yeah. see half of the ripples. But no, you, know you don't. But you don't. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. it's got to make a difference. It's got to make an impact, and at the same time, you're educating people all the way along to keep the cats inside. Yep. Mm. Should be big banners on the sides of the buses. Education about the cats. It's a good idea. And the things they that happen and how you can stop it. I know the cat runs are improving 100% every day and getting cheaper and cheaper, mm. and it is improving, and the council laws, thank God, are going to yeah. support it at last. should have been done 30 years ago, but anyway, they're getting there. They're, they sound a bit more serious about it, don't they? They're t- yeah, implementing it. it's going to Is it 2020 happen. or 2022 or something? Yeah, and the day that happens, we'll probably retire. We won't have any rescues coming in. <laughs> yes. So that is the main problem is the cats. Your cats are the worst. Yeah. yeah. Cats yeah. and dogs, of course. You know, other pets do yeah. cause problems, but they don't um, let them go to die in the environment and nobody knows about it. You mm-hmm. know, the hundreds and thousands of animals that die because of cats. The ones that we don't 75 see. 75 million per day mm-hmm. in yep. Australia. Yeah, I believe killed it. By cats. Animals killed by cats. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised at all. That's what I read anyway, yeah. A little, well, it's, <laughs> no, it's the little right, baby lizards. We get a yep. lot of baby lizards come in from cats. It's uh, the little bats. Millions yeah. of things mm. they're taking. Yeah. And we, and we understand why people love their cats and that, because they yeah. they're, they're lovely animals. Oh, they're like, beautiful. It's just like the, the owners have to just keep control of, of the domestic one as well like there are the, the yeah. wild ones as well the feral yeah. cats but but you know a percentage of them are the domestic cats that we need yeah. to yeah, be more sensible with well we had uh, years and years ago up here we had cats and they all had kittens and they were everywhere mm. and we kept trying to lock them in and stop them eating the birds and under our horse float were always piles of rosella feathers yeah. And we had bells on them, didn't make a difference. No. Lock them up overnight, didn't make a difference. And so we built a cat run. Um, but I think now that people are more aware of it, if they get a cat or a kitten, they start straight away with it being enclosed and uh, run out to their enclosure. Mm. And the cats don't know any different, and that's the way to do it, to bring yep. them up to it. Because when you try and change the... I understand you can't change an old cat's mm. behaviour. You just can't. Yep. They'll take the wire off of an aviary. They'll smash the doors. They'll get out because mm. that's what they want. That's what they're used to. Yep. You can't change them. But if you bring the young ones up to being inside as a little lee, we had our doors open and the cats would sit at the door and, oh, they're not going out there. Mm. They don't mm. want to yep. go out. Yeah. And some of these runs are awesome. You put yeah, runs around the house, so right. you're like some yeah. of them are pretty amazing. We've got and a big garden, Avery, full of mm. bamboo and all sorts, and a tunnel out of the bedroom window with a flap, 
and the cats went in and yeah. out day and night. They were by the fire or yeah. out sitting in the sun. Because mm. people have to remember they are domestic animals, but they mm. just can't get rid of that hunting, no. natural hunting no, instinct, instinct that they've got. Yeah. yeah, and it's not their fault. It's no. the way they are. Mm. They just need to be controlled. Yeah. Mm. That's great. Mm. So leave your cats inside. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Um, Bev, thank you so much thank for you. your time That's today. That's all right. Lovely yeah. to chat to you both. It's yeah, been no, lovely. It's lovely to chat to you awesome. too. <laughs> Good on you. We will do it again one day, I'm sure. Yeah, love to. Perhaps come up when the enclosure's done and we can uh, that would be great. have a talk about there we go. how it works. Yeah, that, would be that would be good. Yeah. 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 Well, by the end of the of year, the engineer guarantees it'll be done by the end of the year. So. Oh, that's brilliant. That's good. Yep. Yeah, Fantastic. So let the fundraising begin. Funds <laughs> permitting, guys. Come on. Please. Yeah, we'll be most right. grateful. <laughs> guys, Bev from Minton Farm, give it up. Thank you very much. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye-bye.